So like we were saying, today we are going to talk about walk by faith. I know we already have a, um, a broadcast regarding it. So was it on a daily chat with Hubby or was it on no, the... No, it was with you, I believe okay, so. Okay, yeah. didn't do it with daily so chat. So we didn't do it with daily chat, but we did it with uh, the previous um, broadcast that we do, the teaching one. So the Lord had placed in my heart very strong <clears throat> to talk about, you know, living by faith and not by sight. And that will be in 2 Corinthians. If you could go with me, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Oh, I'm there already. Okay, can you read it? What verse? Verse 7. Verse 7. Okay. So the, the title of the message today is walking by faith and not by sight. Amen? So in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with, uh, to 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And uh, you, 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 I'm telling you right now, take notes. Take notes. Don't just make this another broadcast that you watch and you lay back and you don't, you don't get nothing from it because a pen and paper never lies and it never, it, it never dies. It never gets erased. Your phone can get erased. Your iPad can get erased. But the paper that you write on and, your, and the words in your Bible will never get erased. Amen. So please, very important, write something down. Even if you don't write anything down, write this one scripture down. Because it will change your life. If you just take this scripture and you meditate like Joshua 1 8 says, Meditate therein day and night that your way shall be prosperous and that you will have good success. Amen? So 2 Corinthians 5 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. You see, the title came straight from the scripture. Yeah. Walk by faith and not by sight. It's kind of like, ahead, remember, honey. when the Lord gives you something, He always gives, when the Lord gives you a word, He gives you according to His word. The his Bible, word. there's always a scripture yeah. attached to it. Always. Yeah. So He says, um, Aloha. But we walk by faith and we not by sight. But we live by faith, meaning by trusting, believing, and having confidence in the Lord. Yeah. Not by what we see or what we are exposed to, yeah. observe, visible, visible form or appearance. Mm, say that again. But we live by faith, trusting, believing, having confidence in the Lord. Not by what we see or by what we are exposed, observe, what we see with visible form or by appearance. See that? You see what you see what the Holy Ghost does? It makes you sound like actually like a dictionary. <laughs> like literally, it's like, <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. It and trust you... me, me and my wife wouldn't be able to talk like that if it wasn't for the Spirit of God. Yeah, and then one thing that I learned, I'm just I'm just gonna is um I was listening to uh the event one of the evangelists, even our pastor. She um showed us how to study evangelist Adalis Shuttlesworth, how to study the Bible. You go on Bible Hub that come and then you actually study it. That's what I did. And even my pastor, Pastor Miranda, she said the best way to study the Bible is going on Bible word. You type the scripture, you type a word, and then it's going to give you many scripture and then you can have a different version and different translation. And the translation that I got, I should have written down. I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's okay. But it says we live by faith and then next to it, it has definition of faith is trusting, believing, having confidence in the Lord. And not by what we see, see it exposed, observe what you see um, with visible form or appearance. So if anyhow you want to learn how to study the Bible, I think that's the best way to do it. I tried to take my husband's, um, what's the Bible? Dicks. <laughs> I was lost. <laughs> I was like, hey, hi, mom. Pastor Christo, it's great to have you. Uh, Mama, Mama uh, Christine, 
That's Hallelujah. Two dollar mommy. <laughs> my mom is using my dad's Facebook. My mom does not have Facebook. Even yeah. my dad, but my mom created Facebook on my dad's account. Yeah. So Richard is my dad, but my mom is connected. Pastor Krista, say hello to Pastor Kane for us. Yeah. So a best way, I just hello. started reading, I just started studying using implementing that using Bible Hub and look. Just one scripture got me so many, like, you know, different, different scriptures. And it is very fun. So, but anyway, going back, we are talking about walking by faith, living. We walk either by way, faith and not by sight. We live by faith and not by sight. We live by the spirit of God and not by what we see on our, with our natural eyes. And a story in the Bible in Genesis, the story of Abraham and, uh, Abraham and Sarah in Genesis um, chapter 17, the f- Genesis chapter 17, verse uh, 15. The first one we are talking about is how to live by faith and not by sight. The first one is you have to get rid of doubt. Mm. What is doubt? Doubt is basically something that comes in your mind or comes in a form of something. Like, like we're talking about walking by faith and not by sight. Doubt can come in a form of a thought that is put in your mind, can come in a form by what you see or what you hear that can cause doubt to rise up. Just like now, we, we, we all say as born again believers, or even if you're not born again, there's something that you trust in, 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 in the, in the, in the universe, something you trust in, in. People trust in all kind of stuff nowadays. But now when something like this coronavirus hits, and then when, when people like us say we trust in the word of God, we trust in the ways of God, we trust in his commands, we trust in his son Jesus. But then we go by what the people talking on the news about, uh, about coronavirus. That's how doubt can be developed. Doubt can be developed by something that you see, something that you hear, or something that an enemy punches into your mind and you end up operating by that very thing. And that's the very thing that can cause unbelief. And you and you not walking by faith. Basically, what causes the unbelief is you walking by what you see and not walking by faith in the word of God. Yeah. That's what causes unbelief. Yeah. Like you said, doubt or unbelief is the same thing. So it says, um, I'm going to read you a quick story. It's basically it just summarizes. It's Abraham and Isaac. Abraham, Abraham and, Sarah. and Sarah. 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 <laughs> Abraham and Sarah. When the, uh, is in Genesis chapter 17, verse 17, it says, then Abraham, then Abraham bowed down to the ground, but he laughed. Let me start on verse, uh, 15. Then God said to Abraham regarding Sarai, your wife, her name will no longer be Sarai. From now on, her name will be Sarah. And I will bless her and give you a son from her. Yes, I will bless her richly. And she will become the mother of many nations. Kings of nations will be among her descendants. Then Abraham bowed down to the ground, but he laughed to himself in disbelief. <laughs> so he had doubt. How could, it, how could I become a father of, at the age of a hundred? He thought. And how can Sarah... Notice. Yeah. He thought. Like I said, the doubt, the unbelief can come through a thought. Yeah. Because when you mm. operate by faith, it's not by the thought. Yep. It's by the spirit. Yep. And the spirit lines up, always wants to line up with the word of God. But the doubt 
comes to the thought, what you see or what you hear. See, he's, he's, he came through his thought. Yeah. He already, he, uh, Abraham already knew, how can I bear a son at 100 and my, my wife Sarah at 99? Yeah. Or at 90, I mean. 90. How can we both do that? I'm, I'm dead, she's dead. I'm, I'm <laughs> Not physically dead, yeah. meaning the yeah. productive system, yeah. everything. My, 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 everything inside of me that has caused me to have a child is dead. Yeah. My wife's womb is dead because she's 90 years old. He went by that and he said, how can that happen? And what happened in the, as, as you're sharing the story? The Bible says he laughed. Yeah, he, he laughed. laughed at the very thing God told him. So when God talks to you and he tells you something, remember the enemy walks in the, the realm of the mind. Yeah, the realm of the, the, re reasoning. the reasoning. The soulish the realm. The soulish realm. Yeah, in the soul. soul. Mind, will, and emotions. Yeah. That's so where he walks. That's true. Because anything that is yeah. not of God, yeah. it's right here. The thought. Yeah. Like as we think about the, uh, the things yeah. of the natural. Oh, yeah. yeah you're 100. You're going to have a baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. How is yeah. that possible? It's not about what's possible. The Bible says in Luke 137, with God, all things are possible. It isn't yeah. possible with human, but with God, all things are possible. Yeah. As long as you trust and then you believe what his yeah. word says, that's yeah. what you do. He said you have to get rid of, get rid of unbelief, get rid of doubt, laughing of what the Lord says. Huh, yeah, right. How's that possible? Not only him, but also his wife, Sarah. She did the same thing in um, Genesis 18, verse... Uh, I'm going to start at 10. Then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Sarah was listening to, the, to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. She laughed, so she laughed silently to herself and said, How could a worn-out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is so old? <laughs> Meaning, uh... He couldn't function no more. Like, you know, his sperm was count zero, probably. He was dead. And her, her eggs was crumbled. Like, scramble eggs and not make anything. Just, I'm just, you know, scramble eggs. In the natural, it was impossible. Like, literally. 100 years old and 90 years old. She is done. She, she's past menopause. All of things that the cycle that a woman goes through, she passed it, 90. But the Lord, she looked on the realm of the spirit, on the natural, but the Lord said, okay, because of, because of you laughing, I will prove it. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because of that, because of you doubting, you actually see my goodness. You will see that I am the God that says, I, I, I do what I say. If you go to um, Luke chapter 1, verse 18 to 25, is a story about the birth of John the Baptist. When the angel, angel Gabriel came and then he told Zechariah that your wife Elizabeth is going to have a child. Kind of the same scenario. She's old, he's old. Uh, that is not possible. I'm old, my wife is old. She cannot bear any children. But the angel of the Lord told him, because of your unbelief, you are going to be silent until your wife gives birth. He went and then he knew his wife and then she became pregnant. Mm. So unbelief is <clears throat> like if you have such an unbelief, it also has consequences. Yeah. His you might as well say silent like that story. Yeah. 
Because if you have the unbelief, you notice the Lord has spoke something, but your unbelief can actually override that because you're not, you, he says right here, only in the Bible, he says, what did Jesus tell the, tell the, tell the disciples at that moment? Only thou believe. Yeah. If you have unbelief, that means you're not believing. That's true. So basically it blocks the very blessing that, that's, that the Lord wants to put into your hand because of the unbelief. What did, what did Jesus tell the disciples? Same thing. He said, you of so little faith. Mm -hmm. how, long, how long must I be with you? He wasn't telling them you did not have faith. He said, you of so, un, of so little faith. You of so much unbelief. Why do, you why do you have unbelief? Come on. Just put faith as small as a mustard seed. That's all you need. Faith as small as a mustard seed. And you'll see the manifestations of God yes. happening in your life. Same like these two stories. Yep. Abraham and Sarah. And then now my wife is sharing on the next story. Keep going. Okay, boy. Keep going. Oh, honey, you have all those things right there. Okay. Um, keep, keep on going. What you was talking about. So, <clears throat> like I was saying, with the, because of unbelief, Zachariah, he went mute. Until the Lord, until the Lord was able to fulfill what he said, your wife is going to have a son. When the son is, when the son is born, then you will be able to speak. So another way is we need to get rid, get rid of unbelief. Unbelief, the only way you could get rid of unbelief is by believing. That's my second in the, point. In the, in word. the word. That's, in that's, the word. Yeah. And as my, as my wife's talking about believing, I'm going to, I'm going to share something. I'm going to, no, no, go ahead, honey. I'm going to attach something to, to, the, to the believing part. Okay. That was the third point. Okay. One more thing. Because I did this, you say one, three, two. Instead of one, two, three. Mm -hmm. So, how do you get rid of unbelief? How do you get rid of doubt? How do you get rid of unbelief? The way to do so is to remove everything, everything and anything... That is contrary to the word of God. Everything, because we said we walk by faith and not by sight. The yeah. eyes are your eyes are the gateway to your soul. Everything that you see is gonna be. It's like you're taking pictures of it. You remember it, so yeah. you need to get get rid of everything that is not of God. That is that yeah. everything that the word of God says is not. Like I give you an example. Yeah. Just think about because of COVID nineteen, many people got laid off. And they're looking at their bank account. They're looking at what's not coming in because they get laid off. The reliance is on the, on the stimulus check from the government. They, it's like you name all those things before you name God. Yeah. Said, oh, I'm watching. I'm watching for the next announcement that President Donald Trump is going to make. I'm watching for, you know, how much money he's giving to the, to the, to the workers who got laid off. I'm, I'm watching for what, what social media and Instagram is going to say next. That's, that's, that's you, you actually, you actually giving fuel to the unbelief. You're actually charging your unbelief and you, and you starving your faith. But instead it's supposed to be the opposite. Yeah. You're supposed to feed your faith and starve your unbelief. Yeah. If, if the news or if the social media is causing your eyes to see the very thing that is causing you to doubt, you need to shut it off. I'm not saying forever. I'm just saying shut it off at the moment. Get alone with God. Get into the word of God and charge up your faith. Fuel your faith, add fire to your faith, and kill the unbelief. By how? How do you kill something? You cut it off. A great evangelist I know, he has a, he has a message called, kill it before it kills you. Yeah. The, the unbelief can actually kill 
a person who trusts in God before yeah. something actually big comes. Yeah. I mean, something big that is not good. Like, that, like, like now. What's happening in, in society with, uh, with, uh, with the COVID-19? I'm telling you, people are operating by what is the government going to give me because I'm laid off. Hey, who cares about the government? What about what is God going to give you? Yeah. Look, begin to examine his word. Yeah. Begin to look at the, what the word of God says about you. Yeah. He said his promises are yes and amen. How do you receive that promises? The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, through faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. It didn't say through faith and unbelief. Yeah. It says through faith and patience. We inherit the promises of God. Yeah. Even, even Abraham, as my wife was talking about Abraham, that's how he received the promises of God. He staggered not at the promises of God through what? Unbelief. But he was strong in his faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what God had promised to him, God was also able to perform. It's just like us. We are no different. We are because of Abraham. We are now seeds of Abraham. Amen. We can operate like Abraham. We have that same covenant that God has made with Abraham that he made with us because now we are children of the promise. We are children of Abraham. We are a seed of the righteous one. We are a seed of the promise. We are not the seed of the of the one that was not the promise. So you got to you got to look at it that way and realize, you know, everything. I'm telling you, if you, if you take your trust and you take your faith, because everybody is dealt a measure of faith, where you put that faith will de de determine where you end up yeah. one week from now, two weeks from now, uh, six months from now, one year, five years from now, ten years from now. Where you put your, because you can take your faith and you can put all your faith in what they're going to say on the news in the next hour, what they're going to say on the news tonight. Oh, what, what size of check they're going to give me next month? They gave me 1200 this month. They gave me, they gave me 2400 this month. You know what is so crazy? Me and my wife, we trust in the word of God so much that we literally were sitting at home and say, honey, how can we get this check to stop coming to us? How can, who, who's talking that way? How can we get this stimulus check to not come to our house, to not come to my bank account? I don't want any attachment with the government because I want all my attachments to be in the word of God. Because what happens when next month that check doesn't come? Because my faith was in that check and it doesn't show up from the government. Now my unbelief is going to write up and say, oh, oh man, what am I going to do now? I cannot eat. I cannot, I cannot buy clothes. I cannot put my TV on. Mm -hmm. I, cannot, I cannot pay my bill for my cell phone. Hey, it's always going to be like that. If you never take 100% of your faith and put it in the word of God, and starve, starve that unbelief. Who cares about unbelief? It's not going to do nothing anyway for you. Trust me, I, I dwelt in unbelief for too many years. Yeah. And, 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 and many of the times the Lord spoke to me personally. And he said, you block all your blessings by the thoughts you allow to come into your mind. And you ride with that thoughts. And that thoughts cause unbelief. And it blocks the blessing of me falling into your lap. Mm -hmm. So I know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not an idiot to what the Lord says. I'm, I'm not playing with that unbelief crap. I'm casting that sucker into the sea of forgetfulness where the Lord puts up a sign and he says, no fishing allowed. <laughs> I'm throwing that sucker. He said, he said, speak to that mountain and then by the power of your faith, you'll be able to cast that mountain into the sea Amen. and it shall not be able to rise up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there's an issue in your life that, that, that you think is impossible, you don't tell... You don't tell God, hey, God, 
I have this big situation in my life that it seems like it's impossible. No, you tell that situation, hey, situation, you stop right there and shut up and beat it out of here because I'm a son of God and he's greater than, you, than this issue that is happening. You tell your issue how big God is. Yeah. You don't tell God how big your issue is. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Remember, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, have unbelief and you will have it. No. It says, believe, believe, and you shall receive. You notice it lines up, believe and you shall receive. Right. Not have unbelief and you shall receive. Believe and you shall receive. You know what? It, it, you know, the Holy Spirit gave me a great example of what it is it, it, to believe. Many times, this is what a bunch of us do with God. Say, for example... You get paid on a monthly basis from your job, right? You're working all these hours. You work Monday to Friday, eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, 80 hours to week, 160 hours for a month. But you don't see not one penny come to your hand, but the, but the money comes to you. At the 30th of that month, it comes to you. Now, now say, for example, you believe in God for the same amount that you're working for at your job at the end of that month. But... You didn't get your, 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 your payment from that job two weeks into the month. Same with God. He didn't give you no payment two weeks into the month. Even on day 29, you did not see that payment from the job that you're working. On day 29, same with God. You did not see that payment. But for some reason, you lose your faith in God. But then you still have belief that your check is coming on the 30th. But you say, oh God, because you didn't give it to me on the 29th. Wow. Oh, it's not coming. There it is. You threw that sucker out. It was coming. That's why I'm not 30. Mm -hmm. Your very word that comes out of your mouth. Remember I said in a book of Proverbs 18.21, life and death mm -hmm. is in the power of your tongue. Not my wife's tongue, not God's tongue, not the devil's tongue. It's in your tongue. What? And then the, the, day that, the, the fruit that your tongue produces and you love that fruit, you will eat that very fruit. Yeah. So if you say, oh yeah. Man, you know, I was believing God for a uh, uh, hundred, hundred bucks at the thirtieth of this month, and it, and it didn't come on the twenty-ninth, so it's done. There it is. You threw out your own prayer. You threw out your own faith that you had in God for the twenty-nine days of the month, and on the on the twenty-nine night you threw it out because you said it didn't come. Yeah. You said the thirtieth. Remember, God is a God who answers prayers. Yeah. God is a God who is on time. Yeah. I noticed that's how. That's how the Lord works with me all the time. And the enemy's working overtime to get that unbelief in me. At the, at the 28 of the month. Oh, he didn't come here. It's not going to happen. The, now I know. I shut up. Like my wife said. He calls, what is, who is that? To Zechariah. Zechariah to be mute. So I just, I just choose to mute myself because I know I'm going to speak according to what I see. And you don't want that. You don't want to speak according to what you see. Unless you've seen the word of God. Yeah. Unless you've seen the manifestations of God. Unless you've seen Jesus Christ before your area, very eyes. That's what you want to speak about. And all these things I'm sharing with you is personal things that I had with, with God myself. Not something that somebody else shared with me. It's things personally that when I chose the other path besides unbelief, the Lord always came through for me. But when I chose unbelief, it was nothing to do with God. It was all to do with my unbelief. It was through my eyes, what I hear, and what I think. That's why the Bible says you need to cast, cast down, cast. <laughs> you need to cast down 
every vain imagination that exalts itself up against the knowledge of God. What's the knowledge of God? Ready? The word of God. Everything that exalts itself up against the word of God. And in every single thing we do, taking every single thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Meaning when that wicked thought comes, all of a sudden you just hear me. Go in Jesus' name. I cast that thought down. In the name of Jesus. I trust in the word and the word only. Amen. That's it. Remember, we're not, we're not exempt from it. He did the same thing. The devil did the same thing to Jesus in Luke chapter 4. And then the Bible says he will come back for an upper, on another opportune time. Yeah. How is that opportune time given to him? By the unbelief. He's able to step in and work in that unbelief in your mind, your eyes, or in your ears. And cause you to lose the blessing of God. Same thing that the devil was doing with Jesus. He was causing him to give up his right. He was causing Jesus to lose the promises of God. He was causing Jesus to bow down to him instead of bow to God. And I'm telling you, unbelief can do that. True. Unbelief can make you bow to the government, can make you bow to information on social media, can make you bow to the KHON2 news, can make you bow to CNN. And I'm telling you, when you bow to CNN, you bow into constant negative news, which is okay. big zero. <laughs> Hey, you, we stomped that unbelief out. Yep. We stomped it. All the it. way. All the way. We stomped it. I'm in Samara. Hallelujah. Cousin Piquelo Lin. So. Hanamawi. We talked about getting rid of unbelief. Remove every, removing anything that is not of God from your eyes. Because your eyes are, the, are your gates to your, to your soul. Now we're going to talk about the last point is how to. You need to believe and have faith. Mm-hmm. We live by believing and not by seeing. You need to have faith and you need to believe. It says in Romans, uh, Romans, 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 like Roman noodles. Romans 10, 17. For everyone, I'm sorry. <laughs> so faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. Every day you need to listen to the word of God. Listen to anointed men of God preaching. Listen to read and listen to your own voice. You know, you read the Bible out loud and then you listen, you hear the voice of the word of God. You want to hear the voice of God? Read his word. Yep. It's him speaking to you. That's his word. It also says, uh, wait, wait, wait. it says in Matthew 17, 20, you don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing will be impossible. Yeah. So faith makes you move mountain, mountain, yeah. mountains. 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 Either one. It's a mountain. It makes you move mountain, whole mountains. Faith if you have a mountain, it'll move. If you have mountains, it'll move. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It does. So he says, believing. Now I had, I had another scripture that came to me in 2 Corinthians 4, 13. It says, we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Hmm. See, once you take the word and you believe it, now it's time to speak. That's good. And the Lord wants to be reminded of his word. Father, you said in your word in Deuteronomy 28, if I follow your commands and carefully obey them, that you will set me on high above all the nations of the earth. 
Father, you said to me in that same chapter that if the enemy comes against me one way, he has to flee before me seven ways. I'm showing you exactly how to do it. And it's not, let me tell you how not to do it. This, this is how, showing you that this is somebody that rides in the unbelief. There's no speaking. The Bible didn't say believe, therefore become silent. No, believe, therefore, therefore you speak. For me, I notice if, if I believe the word of God and I don't speak and I remain, there's, there's, there's different ways of remaining silent. You might be remaining silent because you're waiting to hear from the Lord. But if you're remaining silent because the, the thought is, 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 doubt. Yeah, the thought is, um, Rolling. Boiling in your mind. It's rolling in your mind and it's causing an unbelief. That's two different things. If you're silent because you're listening, from, you're listening to the Lord because you already talked to Him, but if you're silent because what you see, what you hear, and what is going into your mind, which is causing unbelief, that's the very thing that you do not want to do because it'll take you out. Yeah. It'll take you out. And everything else will come through that. Unbelief will cause fear, worry, you know, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about that? You notice why, why at this moment with COVID-19, people was running for toilet paper. They was worried about something. They was worried. They couldn't, that, what, what, what was the worry? I wouldn't be able to wipe my behind. What, what was so big about that worry? You could go I don't know. School. Because of what you see. Yeah. What you see. They seen everybody else running for that. So that's what they ran for. Hey, we didn't run for that. Me and my wife didn't run for that. We ran for nothing. But what, what we do, we do instead. What is God saying? Yeah. What is God saying to you at this moment? What was God saying to me at this moment? You know what God said to me at this moment? He said, plan as if ever nothing ever happened. Yeah. Plan as if ever nothing, nothing ever happened. Because this thing is trying to stop the move of, the, of me. And if, you, and if you go according to what they're doing... And dwell in the, the, the stopping the move of me, you'll be just like everybody else. You lost you, you lost your faith in my word. You, you you walked in unbelief. You walked in unbelief. So after you believe, there's a speaking yeah. part that takes place on your side. You don't you don't say, Hey, I have I have faith in the word. I believe. Let me go get my friend to speak for me. Doesn't work like that. Yeah, people can pray for you. People can prophesy over you. People can lay hands on you and, they, and then you, if you're sick, you will recover. You can receive prayer from people to, to, to help you, you know, get the things that you believe in God for. But ultimately, when you read the word for you, it becomes personally. And it says, believe, therefore, speak. I speak. Yeah. Hey, honey, I'm going to believe, but can you speak for me? No, my wife is on the side speaking, her, speaking whatever the Lord is showing her. And when we come together, that sucker just blows like a bomb from heaven. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. So, uh, we talked about, for we live by believing and not by seeing. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 7. It's tea, not coffee. So, the first one was, get rid of doubt or unbelief. The second was, remove anything and everything that is not, that is, con Glory that to is God, contrary my man, Jancy, to the Alaska. word of God that is in front of you. What are you trying to? Uh, what is not of God? Go to Galatians five nineteen to twenty two, and then you will find out. Then we you talked want me to about. Read it? No, they could they could do it for them. Okay. Yeah. Then we talked about believing and having faith. 
So I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures so you can write it down for you. Write it down. Write it down. And Scripture. put up, put up, put up some some kind of emoji to show us that you're writing it down. Come on. Scriptures to get rid of doubt. I want you guys to get something. James, one, five to eight, and James chapter six. Yeah, that's a good good word right there. Mark chapter eleven, verse twenty-two to twenty-four. Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. Mm. John chapter 14, verse 1. Isaiah 41, 10. Proverbs 3, 5 to 8. Jeremiah chapter 29, 11 to 23. Can I just read down James 1, 5 to 8? Yes. So I'm going to read James 1, 5 to 8 too because it's very powerful. All the rest is powerful, but this one, when I, when I glanced at it, 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 it charged my faith. So I'm going to, if, if faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, remember, make that very clear. Write this one down. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, word of God, not word of news, not word of Facebook, not word of Instagram. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the living God. The word of the living God. Come on, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to punch that into your spirit. Because right after this, you might get off and put the news on and say, Oh, oh man. Let me see what president is saying. Let me see what brother so-and-so is saying from CNN. No, let me see what God Almighty is saying from his word. He said, trust in me with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me. God's saying in all our ways, we acknowledge him. And he will direct our paths. Man, it's simple. The word is plain and simple. A five-year-old kid can read it and walk in it. The instant, the moment he reads it. James 1.5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That give it to all men liberally and un, un, unbraided not. And it shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of God. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you're going with doubt. You're going with faith. You're going with doubt. You're going with faith. You're going with doubt. You're going with faith. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Oh, let me check the news. Hey, let me check with the word of God. Oh, let me go back to the news. Let me go back to the word of God. You even make a song out of it. Let me go to the news. Back to the word of God. Go to the news. Back to the word of God. No, a double-minded man or a woman is unstable in all their ways. Not some, not 50%, not 99.9%, .9 all their ways. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to read the scriptures again. Scriptures to get rid of doubt. So James 1, 5 to 8. James chapter 6. Mark 11, 22 to 24. Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. John 14, 1. Isaiah 41, 10. Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 8. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 23. Scriptures to build your faith and your belief. Acts chapter 16, verse 31. Mm. John 20, 29. Mark 11, 22 to 24. Mark 9, 23. 
Romans 15, 13, Romans 10, 17, Luke 1, 37, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, 1 Corinthians 2, 5, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, John 3, 16, Matthew 17, 20, Galatians 2, 20, Hebrews 11, 1, 1 to 40. Mm, that whole book. The whole book of <laughs> Hebrew chapter 11, the whole entire yeah. book. The whole Hebrews 11. He's, all, yeah. he's talking about, he's talked about all the different men of... Uh, they did everything by faith. By faith, Noah built the ark. By faith, Enoch did this. By faith, Abraham did this. By faith, Sarah did this. By faith, Elijah. By faith, Elisha. All by faith. It, it, none of them said by unbelief. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to write it down. Just, just replay it again. Just replay the broadcast again. So the one thing is in order for you to receive this one major one thing that you need to do in order to receive belief. You need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. You need so to my wife's going to take you right into that time. <laughs> you need to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died and then he rose again for you. So in Romans 3, 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And in Romans 6, 23, it says... too fast. No, you guys can watch the replay and write it down again. That's why there's a replay. We're going to share the broadcast. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay, mom. Just watch, rewatch the re rewind. It's no, it's no hurt. It's only 40 minutes. Okay, I'm going to repeat it. And you can, you, can fast, you can fast forward right to the part that she talks about the scriptures. No, no, keep going, honey. Go right into the prayer. I was saying I'm going to repeat the prayer. Hmm? I said I was going to repeat what I was saying. The scriptures? No, the prayer, this thing. They're asking for the scriptures. We're going too fast with the scriptures. Okay, I will post it. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. In Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever, meaning everyone, who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yeah, and if you do that, you can post it for other people too. Lord, thank you so much. So, you know... Unbelief, doubt, everything. The only way to break that is believing that Jesus Christ died for your sin. And then he, is risen, he rose again for you and for us. That's so why it says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Whosoever is me, my husband, anybody. you, anybody. Yeah. You call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Yeah. So we are going to go in time of prayer. Is Today is a day of salvation, not tomorrow. Because tomorrow is not promised. You might go and then you lay down and then you don't wake up. So we want to make sure that you make eternity. eternity. Amen. So you say this belief. Close your eyes. Lift your hands you up. Yeah, before, because she said returns, laugh out loud. And everybody who's watching, if you're real, real, real hungry for the word of God, you'll watch this thing over and over and over until you can confess the whole thing. Going to pray. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So pray this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe in my heart that you died for my sin and that you are coming back again for me. I am saved. I am born again, I am forgiven, and I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus Christ in my heart. If you say this prayer, I tell you that all of your sins are forgiven. Always remember to run to God and not away from Him because He loves you and He has an amazing plan for your life. Amen? Amen.